0: Look, if you're not catching our Thursday Wake with Nate streams, then this game might have completely passed you by, and that's a shame. We're to find the future bike. Find one you like. We're gonna find the future bike. I've put together a full Let's Play and linked it here. Feel free to watch it first or play the whole game for yourself, because. This is so worth it. And it is my absolute bread and butter when it comes to gaming. If you're in the indie scene, then you might've seen this one circling around the recommendation sites. And that's for a good reason. This pixelated slice of life indie game brings the heat with gorgeous art and an excellent moving narrative. No! (laughs) Not to mention that the story tackles some of the most prevalent concerns of the current generation. Anxiety, depression, doubts. This game, Tells a story that we need right now. And it's a story echoed in the life of Jesus. Unlike on the nose, shameless cash grabs like I am Jesus Christ. This wine is better than the wine we had before. A space for the unbound has you play as Jesus without ever using his name. Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith games and any games are better than AAA games and it's not even close. We're all here inside a fairy tale without an ending. We don't know what's real until this story is finished. I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these weekly deep dives, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. As always, we're gonna be starting this one with our scripture for today. Our liturgist reading today is gonna to be Zando Calrissian, and our passage for today is gonna to be John chapter one, verses nine through 14. As always, we're gonna be reading from the ue That's our preferred translation here on the stream. But if you have a translation that you prefer to use, feel free to use that one as well. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. full of grace and truth. Before we talk about all the goodness of A Space for the Unbound, it's probably best to name the elephant in the room. You're either watching this because you love our nerdy sermons or because you love A Space for the Unbound. And the former camp may or may not have any idea what's going on. We do have an entire playthrough of this game in one single video on our VOD channel. You will not hurt my feelings if you have to go watch that first because This sermon is definitely gonna spoil some of the best parts of this game. A really cool future bike. A Space for the Unbound is an indie slice of life puzzle and adventure game published through Toga Productions of Coffee Talk fame and developed by Mojiken. The story itself revolves around two supernatural beings in 90s Indonesia. We have Atma, our main playable character who is a hardworking and compassionate young guy who has a real passion for writing. And then we have Raya, who is a confusing mixture of our love interest and also textbook antagonist, in the sense that she's literally antagonizing the plot forward. Ama has this mysterious power to space dive into the minds of other people in their small town to help solve puzzles, often emotional in nature, that help them work through trauma in their minds to work through the trauma in real life. So that's my superpower, I can dive inside people's brains and help them sort out their traumas. And then Raya can do anything else, she can totally manipulate time and space in every conceivable way, even creating Cat Island, which is, of course, an island filled with nothing but cats to pet a paradise. Raya is pretty OP, but she does have the notable shortcoming that her use of her power causes her to become fatigued, often fainting. Even despite that shortcoming, Raya really only wants one thing, to make the perfect day for Atma. She really, really loves us as the playable character. And at first, that's all well and good and cute. She makes us a cat island. But then things start to get weird. Things aren't as they seem. Most of the people in this town seem to be doing okay, but there are three who seem to be aware that something isn't quite right. Marin, Lulu, and Eric know more about Raya than the others. And they know that she isn't as perfect as she's putting out there. Through the series of events in the game that, again, I really recommend you experience, we learn that Eric is a bully who killed Raya's cat on accident. Lulu is a hashtag mean girl who used her power in the class at school to stomp out Raya's position on the social ladder. Marin used to be Raya's BFF before abandoning her for new friends. Aw, bad friend. It's brutal stuff, but the most brutal is yet to come. Throughout the game, we get flashbacks to Atma and a mysterious young beheaded girl named Nirmala. Nirmala is a comic book artist who is working with Atma to create a magical fantasy story. I know that the Star Princess story is important to you, so why don't we work together to finish it? Really, you mean it? I do, I promise. However, in a particularly unfortunate series of events, Nirmala falls into a river and she doesn't know how to swim. Atma tries to pull her out and succeeds, but gets carried out himself. He also cannot swim drowns. Atma, it's useless. No, Atma, no! We have a story to finish! The game originally pitches this to us as just a dream of Atma, but in fact we learn this is Atma's reality. The Atma that we play as is dead, sort of. In a sense, they're all kind of the same thing except for Raya, imaginary. A huge section of this game actually takes place in Raya's mind, hence the superpowers. Raya can do anything because This is her dream. But the thing about dreams is that they often carry the baggage we're processing along with them. And so Raya brings into her dream her bullies and her trauma, Eric, Marin, and Lulu. Who wants to be friends with a weirdo like you? These bullies begin to rip at the seams of Raya's control over the dream world. Raya's dream version of Eric reveals that she does know about his crush on her that has led to all this teasing that went too far. Yo, Eric's dating the weirdo. I'm not. Her psyche wants to forgive him but her strong will won't let it happen. And in a haunting display, especially when you don't know it's a dream, Raya Dr. Manhattan's Eric, just exploding him into nothingness. And then she does the same to Lulu when Lulu gets too close to exposing things. And then she does it again when Marin tries to intervene and make up for the lost time between them. But the more she tries to remove from herself the more confused and lost Raya becomes. We can't just eradicate the trauma out of our lives. That's not how it works. We can't imagine it away or scream it away. Instead, all that Raya's doing is caving in deeper and deeper into herself. But there's still Atma. And for some reason, Atma is special. Because again, Atma's dead. And Atma is also, for some reason, controllable by me, the player. What's up with that? Before we dive too much deeper into this rich story, let's tackle our scripture for this video. This chunk is right at the beginning of John's gospel and is noticeably different than the other three gospels, which really isn't surprising when you look at how like everything about John is just a little bit different. You know, these fairy tales that will like start with a summary of the story before it even begins like it'll be like this is the story of a handsome prince who rescues the damsel in distress and saves the day once upon a time this is kind of like that john begins his telling of the gospel with like an overview of the whole thing in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god then we skip forward a bit to verse 9 that zando read for us earlier the word became light and this light was coming into the world even though the world itself was created through this light the world did not know it or accept him. To those who received him and believed, the Word gave the power to become children of God, to transcend flesh and humanity into something greater. The Word became flesh and lived among us. We've seen his glory, full of grace and truth. John is touching on something vital here that his other gospel writers hint at, but he just outright says it. Matthew's genealogy of Jesus points back quite a ways, but John goes past humanity itself in the beginning. Was the Word. This Godhead, this Trinity, this didn't start with a virgin birth or with a tree of Jesse. It's always been. And then when the Word becomes in flesh and the light enters the world, the world doesn't know Him, even though the Word created the world. The Word always is, always has been, always will be, and in the beginning was one. And then Jesus comes and says, Hey, let them be one too, as we are one. And that's the cycle. The plan is always to return to the source that created, where we always were. As Jesus' ministry begins to spread and people begin to understand, it's less about changing who we are and more about accepting that we've always been a part of a greater story, something that's been done since the beginning. The kernel of light always was within us because it was there before we ever even were. And we call that grace. But we can also call it Atma. See. Here's the thing. It doesn't really matter whether Atma is real or not, whether he's alive or dead, or whether he ever even existed, or if Nirmala, which is Raya's real name, made him up. None of that even matters. What Atma is, as we understand him, is the personified grace that always existed inside of Raya. It is that which transcends Raya's own humanity. It's the light that was since the beginning, the word that created all things, the permeating grace of something bigger and bolder and brighter than ourselves that we may or may not even recognize. At first, my theory was that Atma was actually Raya, masked as Atma. It was a third psyche, fighting for it all. But now, I'm not so sure if that's what it really is. Atma is separate from Raya, but is also innately a part of Raya. He's a part of everything, all things grace. As far as Jesus parallels go, this might be one of my favorites. It's not nauseatingly on the nose. In fact, the creators may or may not even agree with my take, and that's fine. They've touched on a provenient grace that transcends Christianity itself. It points directly to that which Christians hope to be like. It's pure Christ, man. But what does this actually mean for us today? How can we use this information? First off, Just go experience this awesome story and support the devs and their hard work. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. This game is being slept on, and that's a shame. But on a personal level, really consider the reality that there's something within you that's bigger than all of this. That feeling you get when looking at something incredible in nature, or those goosebumps you get at the perfect moment, whatever moment draws you out of your head into a sense of oneness with creation, that's grace. And it's offered to each and every one of you. That's why we so boldly declare that you matter. You matter because you're made of sacred stuff. It's been around since before you ever even were. And we acknowledge that that is more important to us than anything else that could ever be. Becoming a Christian isn't about following some rule set or judging others. It's about acknowledging that the word is within you and created you and then helping others to find that word within themselves too. So if you're still looking for grace, then you're welcome here. If you're ready to offer grace to others, you're welcome here. We see you. We know you. We want community with you because we are tied by the blessed binds of grace. So whether you're a bully, do you ever do anything normal at all, a bit lost, or not even sure if you exist, know that you're always welcome here at Checkpoint Church. Folks, thanks so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your weeks to join us on these Nerdy Deep Dives. If you want more of what we're offering here at Checkpoint, we're currently streaming every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday over on our Twitch stream. Uh, but if you want more right this second, we're pretty much live 24 seven over on our Discord. Always hanging out. We've got people in there anytime of the day. We'd love to catch you over there. I'll link both of those down below. And hey, if you watched this far in the video, are you liked this one. So be sure to click that like button. Let me know that this is one of the sermons that you liked and we'll be sure to make more exactly like it. And if this video just lit a little fire in you and you want some more, then I have some videos to recommend for you. You could go and watch our video on Erased, one of my favorite anime of all time. And I think also just another really good example of Jesus. This is another parallel of a story that tells the story of Jesus without telling the story of Jesus. And I think that's always a cool thing whenever creators do that. You could also go watch our pretty recent video on Omori. Omori is another Another indie game about overcoming trauma. Now granted, It has a little bit different of a stint than this one, but it's an important game nonetheless and explores something about ourselves that we could know about ourselves. So consider watching that one. And then also Coffee Talk, which is another Toga production who made this game. I just thought it would be nice to reference them. And as you'll find out, if you watch our Let's Play of this game, at the very end, there's actually a nod to the dev of Coffee Talk, which that video is kind of an homage uh, to him and a, uh, a way of honoring the life that he lived. So. Pretty neat. Hey, quick question for you before we go. If you're an indie gamer, what's your favorite game you've played recently? If you're not, then how can I convince you to become an indie gamer? It's so much better. With that, we're gonna end this video as we always do with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there. Number one, we know that God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here. And then number three, we believe that you, yes, you, you, matter. You are made of sacred stuff. Atma is within you. There's something great happening and we affirm that, we see that, we want to help you see it as well. You matter and you are important. The world is a better place. Why? Because you are in it. Don't close yourself off. Don't hold yourself out. Don't make sure that you push people away, but instead, let those people in, open up, get to know, and get to love. With that, and until the next time that I see you, whether it be on our Discord right now, on our Twitch tomorrow, or next week, same time, same place, right here for another nerdy sermon. Until then, bye-bye. The bike! Future bike! We finally got the future bike. It's here like we like. It's the future bike. Yeah, he did. Take that bike. Woohoo! Future bike. We finally got the future bike. Took longer than we'd like, but we got that future bike. Yeah.